0: Welcome to Credo on Radio Maria, England. On this evening's program, we have Father Alvin Ebba. He's speaking to us today about developing a personal relationship with God. He is going to be sharing some of his music from his band Voice of Hope family. Father Alvin is from Nigeria and is a member of the Sons of Mary Mother of Mercy. He's working in the diocese of East Anglia as assistant priest at St Mary's Great Yarmouth and St Peter's Gorleston along with his brother priests Father Anthony and Father Alex. He was ordained a priest 9 years ago in Nigeria and came to England in 2015. Thank you Father Alvin for joining us today on Radio Maria.
1: Thank you, Helena. It's good to be here. Oh. And, um,
0: all right, I'm going to leave yeah. the listeners all to you. They are in your capable hands. We are ready to listen.
1: Thank you, Helena, and um, welcome everybody to mm. our program this evening. And just like as Helena said, um Father Alvin. Ebay. Um, that's that's my surname. is a little bit difficult for people to pronounce, actually. But I think you tried. And yeah, I'm here this evening to uh, speak to yours on the topic, which says developing a personal relationship with God as a Catholic. But you know, all of us are Christians, so I would say developing a personal relationship with god as a christian so we are first christians and then catholics so and this evening um we'll be starting with uh, a passage from the scripture that will be our um opening scripture for today and i'll be reading from the gospel of matthew matthew chapter 16 from verse 13 to 16. So if you've got your Bible, if you just bring it out and um, join me as I read. Okay, and it says, now when Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the son of man is? And they answered, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you yourselves say that I am? Simon Peter replied, you are the Christ, the Son of the Living God. And I want us to begin with a prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for um, this evening. And I just uh, commit into your hands all those who are under the sound of my voice this evening. Lord, we pray that you bless them in a special way, that they will experience the transformative power of your word. And Lord, as your word says, that the entrance of your word and some one one night brings life, brings light. May that light come into our hearts and dispel every darkness in our hearts. So that at the end program, all those who have joined us today, we go rejoicing to the greater glory of your holy name. Amen. 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 So this, uh, from the uh, passage we just read this evening from Matthew chapter 16, verse 13 to uh, 16, we heard Jesus, you know, um, asking his disciples uh, a personal question. These are people that have been with him, all this while they've been moving around with him, you know, listening to his teachings, seeing his miracles and all that. It is taken for granted that at that point, they must have known him, you know, known him uh, to an extent. But Jesus wanted to find out. And then he put that question, who do people say I am? Because, you know, they've been having contacts with people. So definitely people must have been saying something about, you know, their master. They must have heard people say something about Jesus. So they they, they give their, you know, opinion of what people are saying, what they've heard. You know, some said, you you are Elijah, some said you are, you know, one of the prophets, and some said you are John the Baptist. And then Jesus asked them a personal question. Who do you, yourselves, you have been with me all this while? I'm not interested in what people are saying about me. Who do you, yourselves, say that I am? Now imagine Jesus coming to us as as Christians, as people who go to mass, as very, you know, good Catholics, and then asking you that question, who do you say I am? Now I'm not interested in what you hear whenever you go to mass, what the priest says to you about me. Who do you yourself? Because I'm more interested in who you think I am. Imagine Jesus asking you that, you know, that question, what will your answer be? Now, when Jesus asked that question, all oh, every other disciple, all of them kept quiet. None, none of them was able to say anything. It was just Peter. Because Peter has had a personal encounter with Jesus. Had had a personal relationship with Jesus. And then he was able to say, You are the Christ. You are my savior. There is there is um, a saying in my language, I wouldn't speak my language because I know a lot of people wouldn't understand well what, what I would say, but I'll just translate it. It says, It's only the person who is close to you that can perceive the order from your mouth, you know? So for someone to, if you've got a uh, mouth order, for someone to perceive that, the person must be very close to you. So that Peter was able to, you know, make that professional faith. He has had that encounter. So for there to be a relationship, there has to be an encounter. For there to be a relationship, there has to be an encounter. You can't go into a relationship with someone you don't know. You must have encountered the person. It may be once. It may be twice. And then a relationship starts. In the scriptures, we, uh, we see a lot of people that encountered God. And one thing is no one encounters God and remains the same. No one encounters God and remains the same. Let us uh, uh, look at the scripture. In Exodus chapter 3, Moses encountered God in the burning bush, and that marked a turning point in his life. And eventually, through him, God liberated his people from captivity. That encounter led to a relationship. In the book of Genesis Abraham our father in faith encountered God and the scripture says he walked hand in hand with God so we don't even need to you know have several encounters with God for for a relationship to begin one encounter is enough for a relationship to start with God one encounter now in James chapter 2 verse 23 Abraham was called a friend of God. And you can imagine, they were so close that God couldn't destroy Sodom and Gomorrah without first letting Abraham know about it. That's how close they were. And Peter, just like I said, made the confession he made in the opening scripture. We 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 had today Matthew chapter sixteen, verse thirteen to sixteen. It was only after the encounter he had with Jesus in Matthew chapter fourteen, from verse twenty two to twenty three, so Jesus saved him. You remember the story where Jesus was walking on uh, on the water, and then Peter saw him and said, Master, if it's you, tell me to come. And Jesus beckoned him, come. And then Peter was, you know, walking on sea, just like Jesus. And then, you know, out of fear, he was drowning and Jesus saved him. So it was after that encounter that led to a closer relationship with with Jesus that he was able to make that profession of faith. And one of our friends, our friend St. Paul, St. Paul encountered Jesus on his way to Damascus in Acts of Apostles, chapter nine, verse three to 19. And he became a completely changed man. And nothing else mattered to St. Paul apart from knowing Jesus as his best friend. And in Philippians chapter three, verse eight, he declares, yes. Furthermore, I count everything as loss compared to the possession of the priceless privilege, the overwhelming preciousness, the surpassing worth, and the supreme advantage of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, and of progressively becoming more deeply and intimately acquainted with him. Remember he says, Of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Now, there is a difference between knowing about God and knowing God. It is possible that someone can be, you know, going to church every Sunday, attending Mass every week, but yet the person does not know God. I've had someone, you know, saying to me, Father, I I go to church. I go to church on Sundays, but I don't think I believe in God. I don't think I know I know anything about God. So there's a difference between knowing about God. So knowing about God had knowledge and knowing God heart knowledge, knowing him in our hearts. And knowing God, that is what it means to have a personal relationship with him, not just knowing about him. You know, somebody can be a professor in theology, you know about God, but do you have a personal relationship with Him? Have you encountered Him? If Jesus asked you, you know, who do you say I am? What will you say? Or will you recognize at that more point in time that Ah, I don't really know Him. I know about Him. I've heard about Him, but I've not had any close, intimate encounter relationship with him. Now, God wants to have encounter with us because that is what, that is the reason why he created us. He created us that we will have relationship with him. What does does it mean to have a personal relationship with God? And a writer by name, Shante, grosset puts it nicely in a way I really you know love and she says a personal relationship with God is just like a relationship with anyone else in our lives no one wants to be on his or her own we'll always want to you know have relationship with others and that's just what it is you know having a personal relationship with God is just like a personal relationship with anyone else in our lives. It is fellowship, love and trust between you and God. It means to know him and be known by God. That's what relationship is all about. So it's not just in you know, a one way. you know God and he knows you. It is much more than just going to church and even reading you know reading the Bible. It's not just, you know, going to church is good. Going to church is good, but it goes beyond that. So we'll see that when, you know, we look at how to develop, you know, that personal relationship with God. So it goes beyond that. We we were created for relationship with God. That is why he created us in his image and likeness. In Genesis chapter 1, he says, let us make man in our own image and likeness. So we we are meant. That's the reason why God created us, to have that relationship with him, that personal relationship with him. Now, when I feel like I'm having a relationship with God, how do I know how intimate and personal that relationship is? Now, this will be determined by how often I feel his presence in my life. How often do I feel the presence of God in my life? Ordinarily, if you're in in a relationship with with someone, you you know how it feels. Like, how do you know you are in an intimate relationship with someone? Like someone you can't stay without thinking about him or her? You know, everything you are doing, this person is in your mind. You know, that's how you know uh, I'm really very close to this person. So so what determines how intimate and close our relationship with God is, is how often we feel his presence in our lives. Now, do I feel him every minute of the day? This is the highest level of intimacy with God, feeling his presence every minute, every minute. All I'm thinking about is God, nothing else. Just like I said, St. Paul, he said, I consider every other thing as loss, every other thing as rubbish, just for the sake of knowing God, my Savior. So that's highest point of relationship with God, feeling him every minute. He is what I eat, he is what I drink, walking on the streets, he is just in my mind. We see in Luke chapter 2, verse 37, will see, we read about this uh, uh, widow, a prophetess by name, Anna And the scripture says that as a widow, even for 84 years, she did not go out from the temple. She did not go out from the temple, but she was worshiping God night and day with fasting and prayer. That was how she decided to live her life, a life of intimacy with God, while waiting to see the Savior. Every minute, every minute of the day, she was in the presence of God. And I believe that's the type of relationship God wants to have with each and every one of us. Now, do I sense his presence, hourly, maybe frequently during the day? Do I sense his presence daily, maybe sometime during each day, maybe once in a day, I remember about him, I remember to pray, and all that. Do I sense his presence weekly, perhaps associated with religious service, maybe going to mass just once in a week, going to mass on a Sunday, it's okay for me, is it? The type of relationship i'm having with god this is the level of relationship i'm having with him you know just we call it sunday sunday medicine so you take this medicine only on sunday you know so some take daily medication some take once so do you take yours only once so going to church on sunday is it enough to have a deep and closer relationship with god with the love of your life If Jesus is, you know, a priority, the topmost priority in your life, is going to see him, even though he is there all the time, but sensing his presence only once a week, is it enough for me as a Christian? Is it enough for me as a Catholic? Or monthly, so occasionally during the year, that's the only time I remember to go to church. Or yearly. Know, for some, it's only on Christmas and on Easter. That's when I remember to go to church. As I will say again, yeah, God is always there with us in the house, at home, everywhere. But then, you know, when you when you have the psalmist, the psalmist says, I I rejoiced when I heard them say, Let us go into the house of the Lord. So for someone who has developed that, you know, intimate relationship with God, close relationship with God, whenever. So it's not just, you know, a a thing of once a week, I rejoice whenever, whenever I hear them say, let us go into the presence of God. So these are are the things that, you know, help us to, you know, ask ourselves this question am i having a close intimate relationship with god do i see do i cherish do i cherish his presence in my life now how how can we develop personal relationship with god just like i said you know a relationship cannot develop without having an encounter so you don't you don't have relationship with someone who is unknown to you there must have been an encounter something must have happened for that relationship to start building up. and personally I would say yeah my own encounter you know as uh, as a Christian or even as someone who was preparing to become a priest happened in uh, 2004 you know <clears throat> when I had an accident, that was just like St. Paul. What happened to St. Paul? That, for me, was uh, 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 the point of encounter I had that helped me to develop that relationship to whatever level it is now. So like, just like I said, God wants to have that relationship with each and every one of us because he loves us. He cares about us. So he wants us, he wants you, even as you are listening now, he wants you. But most often we see ourselves running away, but he's always patient, he still stays there, waiting for us, I want you, I want to have a relationship with you, I want to have a personal relationship with you. It's not all about what others are doing, what others are saying, I want to have that one on one encounter with you so how do we develop personal relationship with god as a christian as a catholic number one we must stay committed we must stay committed now for a relationship to thrive there must be commitments there is no relationship without commitments If you are in a relationship with someone and there is no commitment in that relationship, it doesn't work. So, so if it, it is with God. If we want to have that personal relationship with him, we must stay committed. Now, God is always committed to us. And that is the reason why every minute of the day he is watching over us even when we are sleeping that's commitment he's committed to us so when we are sleeping he's awake watching over us when we are busy with things he's there looking after us so he is committed to us he also wants us to be committed to him we need to learn to spend quality time with him every day we need to you know, sometimes we are so busy. And this is like it's like a common expression, you know, these days. I am so busy. I am so busy. I can remember there's this advert we, you know, when we we're growing up, <laughs> still with our parents. Um, <clears throat> there's this advert that will always come up on the television that we don't need to be too busy than God wants us to be. You know. I am too busy in the morning. I jump out of the bed, you know busy life starts. Well, come to think of it if you ask who is the most busiest person on earth in the whole world? I think it's God, not that. it is God because the the scripture says he is always watching over us not just you the whole every single human being on earth God's eye is on each and every one of us so he's he's very busy but I don't think I've ever heard God say I am busy I am busy to listen to your prayers I am busy to heal you I am busy to take care of you. He is always committed to each and every one of us. So we, as Christians, as Catholics, we need to learn to spend quality time with Him every day, no matter how busy we are. When you are committed in any relationship, you always make make out time for that person you always make out time for that person no matter how busy you are but because you know this is someone you love so much this is someone you you know you that is everything to you there will always be time no matter how tight you know things are for you there will always be time there will always be time you wake up in the morning the first thing that comes to your mind is "Ah, him her You pick up your phone. You send a message to him or her or you call because this person is very important to you. You can't do without this person. These are all human beings, but what of God? God who can never, he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will never abandon you. God can never disappoint. Any other human being on earth can disappoint. Because they are all human beings, but it's only God who can never disappoint. And the scripture says in Numbers chapter 22, He says, He is not a man that he will lie, neither a son of man that he will disappoint. What he says, that is what he does. So, dear friends, if we must develop this relationship with God, then we must be ready to be committed. Yeah, commitment sometimes can be difficult. But then, you know, it is, how important is this to me? Then I have no other option than to get committed to it. So commitment with God may be hard to build, but one thing is that it is worth it. It is worth it. Commitment to God is worth it. And the key to commitment is consistency. The key to commitment is consistency. Without consistency, it doesn't work. Consistency every day, every day, every day of my life. Every day, uh, uh, the scripture says that Anna every day she was in the presence of God, and that's what God wants wants from us. So we must be ready to be committed. Okay, I think it's nine o'clock now, so I think we'll have a little break, listening to some music. No, and amen. then yeah.
0: All right. Father Alvin, thank you so much for that. Listeners. He has given you a challenge, hasn't he? Staying connected, knowing God. Can you share with us now, listeners, about who is God to you? What has helped you stay in this relationship, build some love and trust with the Lord? Perhaps you have some questions with Father Alvin or you'd like to reflect as well. You are a blessing to share your story, your ideas, your questions with us tonight. The number is zero one, two, two, three, three, seven, five, five, six, four. If you're dialing outside of the country, the number is zero zero, four, four, one, two, two, three, three, seven five five six four and father alvin has a little band and i thought it would be great to play some of his music during these music breaks but don't listen too much we want you to call but here is uh from the it's called faith oh let me get the, the title right let me get the title right faith and oh father uh i'm getting it wrong what's the name of the band faith and Love and family. Voice
1: of Hope Family. There Voice we of go. Family.
0: Voice of Hope Family. Let's have a listen. <laughs>
2: Cuidar com a minha do diante do sozinho
0: Father Alvin, I've got something to share with you about uh, my relationship uh, with with God. You mentioned that okay. you've got to stay committed to have a good relationship with God. And I think this is yeah. absolutely true. I have been... Uh, it's... It's in those times where I have been really like Lent, for example, where I've really had to focus in and spend time, go to confession. Uh, there's so many Lenten books, aren't there as well, where you can read the scriptures and and I've also been reading about uh, 40 women in the from the Bible and reflections on them. And I feel so close, so close to God now. Yeah but i know it's i it happens every year doesn't it i go to easter mass and yes yeah. yes and then back to the regular working day and yes. so. I, it happens so so um one thing that i have noticed especially this year though and i think it's because uh, like you said it's there's this love and trust that goes both ways and i mm-hmm. i still i'm bad with trusting god i'm like oh i need to be in control but he also needs to trust in me. And and like you said, it needs to go both ways. So I've definitely felt that call of, oh, I need to show up as well. If I'm going to trust in him, he's got to trust that I will be there, that I will have make time to listen. And I think you're absolutely right about that.
1: Actually, actually it's it's one of the points, you know, one of the ways we can develop our trust in God because there can never be a relationship without trust. You know, what's what builds a relationship is trust. So once there's no trust in a the relationship, then it doesn't last. So, you know, we should be willing to trust him with, with all our hearts. You know, just like you said, he you know, he has to he has to trust you, but then we have to trust him. Also, and um, uh, uh, Proverbs, I think Proverbs chapter, chapter three or chapter five, I can't remember now, it says, you know, trust in God with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, because most often we want to fix things ourselves. You know, we, we feel like uh, I want to do it in my own way and all that. But trusting in God, absolute trust and dependence on Him means that I know you can do it. I know. It looks impossible, but I believe, and I know you can do it. You know, he says, trust in God with all your heart, lean not on your understanding. In all you do, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. So that's what we need to do, you know, in having that relationship with him. We should be able to trust him, even when when it looks like it's impossible you know remember he says i am the god of all flesh is there anything uh, too difficult for me to do there's nothing difficult for 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 god to do Amen. you know but then we should be able we should be able to trust in him even when just like joseph he had to, he trusted in god in the face of you know impossibility mary she did the same you know i don't know how it's going to happen but I know that no one who puts his or her trust in you will be disappointed. I think that's what moves us to trust. You know, looking back, even from the scriptures, even up to this time, up to this point, the psalmist says, you know, since I was young, even now I'm getting old, I've never seen anyone who puts his trust in God disappointed. Mm. So that's, you know, know, give us that courage, knowing that. That I'm putting my trust in him. I'm not the first person, but I've not seen anyone who trusted in him disappointed. So, I don't think he would change in my own time. You okay. uh, know, so that's 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 what helps us. And then another another um, way of you know developing uh, that personal relationship with him is by spending time with him in prayer. You uh, know, there is no relationship that works without communication and prayer is communication with god communication with you know our 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 love the love of our life so if you're in a relationship with someone and there is no communication it just dies Mm. naturally so as you talk to a friend always so talking to god in prayer should be a priority you know it should be an attitude so it's not, you know, like I said at the beginning of Lent, you know, the church emphasizes on, you know, prayer, you know, fasting and almsgiving. It doesn't mean it's only during Lent that we have to pray. You know, we pray always, but the only thing is that the church lays emphasis on these three things that you need to, you know, uh, walk more on them. So a relationship without the relationship with God without prayer, it doesn't it doesn't work. So uh, it should be an attitude, something we do, even unconsciously. So even when you are sleeping, you are communicating with God. When you are when you are in the studio, you are communicating with Him. When you are eating, you are communicating with Him. So it's not something you do, okay, I have to do it in the morning and then I have to do it in the afternoon and then I have to do it at night. It has to be an attitude. And so prayer and prayer shouldn't be like going to an ATM machine. So you only go to ATM machine <laughs> when you need money.
0: Yeah.
1: And most of us, that's what we do. We only remember God when we need something from Him. But God is not ATM machine. You know. We shouldn't remember him only when we need something. It should be constant, consistent, you know. And another thing is study the word, mm. you know. As we we talk to God in prayer, we also need to listen to him, speak to us. So just like I said, it's two way. it's not just one way. You don't just, you know, talk to him and talk to him and talk to him and then that's it. We we talk to him. We also allow him to talk to us. And God speaks to us through His Word. He speaks to us in different ways. But then, in His Word, we listen to Him talk to us, and we know more. Because even in even when you are in a relationship, you every day you are trying to learn the person. You know, you are trying to learn the person who actually is this. You keep learning the person until you okay. Now I know. Who this person is, and I know what he or she can do at any, any point in time. So the more we study His Word, the more we know, know, know about Him, know about His promises. You know, become stronger in Him.
0: Yes. Oh, thank you, Father. Oh, oh, oh. and then go on, go on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So finally, we have to wash, worship Him worship God daily. You can imagine when, you know, someone you are in a relationship with tells you, I I adore you, I worship you, you know, using those words for you, you know, it how it feels. And with God, you know, when we worship God, He says, I can never share my glory with anyone. You know, worshiping, worship, the more we worship Him, the more we grow deeper in our relationship with Him. And we can worship him in different ways. You know, sing, you know, uh, songs of praise and worship. You can even dance. We see in the scripture, David, he was so overwhelmed in his relationship with God that he, he forgot himself. He was dancing and, you know. And when we talk about worship, he, he is a model of worshiping God. You uh, know, Praise the Lord of oh my soul and everything within me. And he says, I will praise the Lord at all times, at all times. So we should learn as Catholics to worship God, you know. And worshiping him means, you know, I'm forgetting myself. It's just him. Worshiping God means I'm forgetting myself. And when I'm forgetting myself, I'm forgetting my sorrows. I'm forgetting my pains. I'm forgetting, you know, it's I'm thinking about him, just him. And you can imagine. How, how, how God fails, how God fails. And the scripture says that God encamps in the praises of his people. So when we worship him, sing praises to him, it brings us closer and closer to him.
0: Okay. Oh, oh, Father Alvin, let's let's have some more of your beautiful music that that makes me want to dance and worship for our Lord, definitely.
3: Yeah,
0: oh yes, yes. Uh listeners, <laughs> this is an opportunity for you to call as well and to share with your fellow community. Perhaps you've got some questions for Father Alvin. Perhaps you want to share also. Who is God to you? Who is God? call the number is zero one two two three three seven five five six four again it's zero one two two three
3: three seven five five six four
0: call in. The number is zero one two two three three seven five five six four. Let's talk together about who God is to you. How do you foster, do you water, do you garden your relationship with the Lord? I'm going to play another, a little bit uh, more, uh, I do like Father Alvin, I do like uh, your band. I I got to see uh, your band play uh, live at the Cathedral of uh, St. John the Baptist. It wasn't in the cathedral, it was on the side. And we got to see it with the young people of the diocese.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that actually is um um we call them uh pan afro band. Pan-afro. So it's not actually my my um uh oh. gospel band. Oh, it's a different so band. Yeah, that one is a different different one. Do, so it's um.
0: Do they get to play often at your parish, or, or is there a worship uh, night once a month or anything?
1: No, so normally we uh do um concerts, so it depends. So they've been uh they've been here mm-hmm. at the parish. I brought them to um Yarmouth, Guston. we've gone to Great Yarmouth, uh Barry Saint and um so we've been we've been to a lot of places actually.
0: Oh are and you then, coming to the Ignite Festival?
1: Yeah, I think the they've invited <laughs> me to, to do something there so we are still we are still um uh, discussing on that oh. so hopefully i'll be there
0: fingers crossed there. Oh, radio maria will be there as well so oh, we'll get you on yeah. the radio again
1: <laughs> <be> oh. <laughs> Actually, the, the song you've been playing the song you've been playing <laughs> that's that's been f- my first my first album so i i produced two two albums before i came came to england and then last year i produced three new albums so i've got two uh different youtube channels so i think uh, the one you're playing from is from the uh old one oh. so the the new the new youtube channel that's where you see my new my new um my new tracks
0: well, give me what's channel. the new what's what the, the name you? of your new YouTube channel?
1: So it's um, if you just search uh, eBay Alvan, so I B E H Alvan, then voice up for family, you you, know, you get it, and we've right. got. Yeah
0: all right all right oh here it is i found it i found it oh that is isn't a new picture of you all right let's put in another song let's go with oh uh let's go with uh we glorify name. your name is that all right um
1: uh, if you can do oh, yeah, yeah. there's the first one there that's the the most recent
0: uh heaven and earth the
1: one... exactly
0: Ah, all right. So, listeners, do call in, and uh, we have just a few moments left. So, you call in 01223
2: 375 we, we bow before you because you are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And we, are the voice of pop singers, and your people here below. Join the angels and saints of 24 elders. As we fall on our knees and bow before Your holy presence, saying, "O Lord, heaven and earth bowing before Your presence, Lord. Heaven and earth bowing before."
0: Check out Father Alvin Ebay's YouTube channel, which is eBay I B E H Alvin, Voice of Hope Family. Father Alvin, it has been a pleasure having you on sharing your relationship with God and helping us find our ways to improving our relationships. Would you mind ending this program in a prayer and a blessing for our listeners?
1: Yeah, sure, sure so um, thank you thank you for inviting me helena it's been a it's been a pleasure um um sharing with you this topic today and hopefully i'll be back again yes please okay yes so we wherever you are listening um i would just want you to uh, repeat this prayer after me it's a prayer for a deeper relationship with god and we pray together almighty God I pray that I'll be taken into a deeper more meaningful relationship with you where I will grow in faith and hear the still small voice within my soul help me to be attentive to your call that will cause me to walk in your righteousness open the eyes of my heart May I see the many blessings You bestow on me, especially the very small ones that I sometimes take for granted. And we ask this through Christ, our Lord.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: the Almighty God, bless, guide, and protect you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you, Father Alban. God bless.
1: God bless you too, Helena, and thanks for everything. Oh, thank you. You have a lovely evening, that evening.
0: Have a lovely evening. God bless.